Hey there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that gives you just one hygienic page of Talmud a day. Today we're reading Tractate Shabbat, page 82, and I'm going to jump right into it because today is a very important page. The Gemara continues to discuss these halachot. Rav Huna said, One who relieves himself and needs to wipe and has before him a stone and an earthenware shard wipes with a stone and does not wipe with the earthenware shard since he might injure himself. And Rav Chista said, He wipes with the earthenware shard and does not wipe with a stone which is set aside. The Gemara raises an objection from a Baraita. If one had before him a stone and an earthenware shard, he wipes with the earthenware shard and does not wipe with the stone. And the discussion continues of exactly how we ought to wipe ourselves after having relieved ourselves in the bathroom, which is some people's favorite part of the Talmud. To discuss these important topics, I am thrilled to be joined by Zach Schreiber, a lawyer based in New York and the proprietor, writer, and genius behind the Seinfeld Law Blog, which takes a very Talmudic approach to that wonderful television show. Hey, Zach. Hey, Leo. How are you? I am great, and I am going to be totally honest. The second I read this discussion, this disputation between these two rabbis about what is the correct way and the correct substance with which to wipe your behind, the first thing that jumped to mind is a very famous episode of Seinfeld involving Elaine begging the person in the toilet stall next to her if she could spare a square. So shed some light on, on these issues. Yes. So I think one of the reasons why you thought, immediately thought of Seinfeld is for the same reasons why the Gemara was written. And that's because, you know, the Talmud talks a lot about day-to-day issues and how to handle them from a Jewish perspective. And Seinfeld spends an enormous amount of time discussing the minutia of day-to-day life and how to handle them from a social perspective. So there's a lot of crossover between the two. And, and I think throughout all of the Talmud, we'll find a lot of comparisons between Seinfeld and the Talmud at the same time. But to answer your question, yeah, I mean, there's it's definitely an issue that Elaine has, and I, I have been trying to think through some issues of how, from a legal perspective, Elaine could have handled this. So let's let's get down to business here. Since we are put in mind by today's stuff uh, of, so, shall we say, some potty issues, <laughs> uh, g- give, us, give us the legal lowdown on what we should do when, when in the stall, when in the commode. <laughs> well, um, definitely keep your hands to yourself. Obviously, uh, Larry Craig, uh, former senator, got into some trouble with that uh, about a decade ago. Um, there might be some ownership issues um, if you are in a public stall and you do walk away with what would be the the I guess the the paper, the toilet paper of the of the proprietorship. Then you know that that would be stealing. And then there might be uh, some criminal mischief as well um, if you are you know. Writing graffiti uh, in the in a restroom, or if you're you know harassing the person next to you, and then of course there's the issue of the Good Samaritan law at the very end of Seinfeld itself, where you know they don't help someone in trouble. So those laws actually don't really exist. You you don't normally have an obligation to help someone in need, but if we're living in the Seinfeld world where the Good Samaritan law is in place, then maybe Elaine's uh, you know stall buddy does have an obligation to help her in some way. I mean, it seems to me, and, and I love the correlation that you drew, I mean, Seinfeld famously credited itself as being a show about nothing. I think a, a more 
apt description would have been a show about everything, right? All the yes, different exactly. tiny minutiae of, of life here. And, and I love the Gamara really goes into this question that you would think has no place, right, in a, in a holy book of what is the preferred way to wipe yourself if the options available to you are far from ideal. So tell me, when, when you write the blog, uh, the Sign for Law blog, do you re-watch old episodes with a lawyer's eye or did these things just come out to you because you're trained uh, to think this way? What, what, what's the approach here? Yeah, so that's that's a great question. Um, it, it, the whole blog started um, when I was in law school. My brother was in law school, two friends of ours, uh, all big fans of Seinfeld. Uh, and, and one of our friends just sort of brought up this idea of it as he's gone through, as you know, we were first years in law school at the time, and that he was, was watching Seinfeld and he saw all these comparisons to the cases we were dealing with. Uh, and that he just could never unsee that. And he was watching Seinfeld through that new lens. Uh, and then that kind of was the birth of this idea. And now when I'm watching Seinfeld on reruns, it's hard not to see comparisons between the cases that we dealt with in law school and that. And then also on the vice versa is when I am engaging with the law, I sort of start to think of and percolate ideas and, and our other writers who contribute started to think about how they, they compare to, to Seinfeld episodes. We wrote a post just two weeks ago um, on a comparison to a very bizarre New York State case that dealt with whether you have an obligation to reveal if your home is haunted to a potential purchaser, <laughs> um, which is absurd. And it's crazy that that actually was a real case. But you know, as soon as I saw that, I was like, oh wow, this is very much related to you know Mr. Marbles and Kramer's apartment when they the two of them switch uh, switch apartments for one episode, and then that kind of birthed that blog post. So it's definitely every time I you know something comes up in the news or comes up in a law that I'm dealing with or a case I'm dealing with, I kind of start to think about, hey, are there any issues here that 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 are related to Seinfeld, uh, and then kind of work from there. I love that approach, and and the reason I love that approach, it's it's also the reason that I find you know studying Talmud so incredible. It's because uh, it strikes me that a law, any good set of laws, whether it's Jewish law as codified in the Talmud or civic law or or any other kind of you know principles that are that are uh, any other principles that uh, by which we we ought to live really ought to take into consideration everything, right? And so you may say, oh well, you know these toilet matters are, you know, they're too gross or they're too trivial or too menial to actually think about seriously. But considering the centrality of these actions to our actual daily lives, yeah, uh, I'm actually gratified that the Talmud is telling us. You know, this, this page goes on and on and said, well, look. Uh, one who needs to defecate and is unable to do so, Rav Chista said he should stand and sit, stand and sit. And you could almost hear Larry David, you know, saying this, <laughs> he should stand and sit, stand and sit. You know, it's it's just great. Yeah, exactly. Um, there's just so much there. And, and of course, you know, it was written by rabbis 2,000 years ago, 1,500 years ago, and Seinfeld's written by, you know, Jewish men 30, 20, 30 years ago. Um, but yeah, and then to your point, about how it is just about the minutia. That's what makes the Talmud so beautiful, is that it takes just really their day-to-day lives, sometimes to a frustrating level uh, uh, at times, but it also makes really brings out that holiness uh, and how you can infuse your day-to-day life with living uh, in some kind of, uh, you know, giving every little bit a little bit of extra, you know, Jewish identity to it. That makes it beautiful in, in a way. And yada, 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 now our bottoms are clean. Zach Schreiber, thank you so much for being our guest today. Thank you, Leah. I love the podcast and uh, to hopefully talk to you soon. This has been Take One, a production of Tablet Magazine. If you enjoy this show, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. 
Each week, we'll be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Dafiomi. I'm your host, Leah Liebowitz. Our producer is Josh Cross, and our editor is Paul Ruest. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash take one or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. I hope we've made your day a little bit more Talmudic, and we'll see you again soon. Soon.